Well, hey, Gundam Maniacs. Welcome to the Gundam Explained Show Live. I'm your host, Adam Blue, and joining me, like always, Stephen of Midnight Hatter. Stephen, what's up, man? Hey, how's it going? Good, good, uh, good day so far. You know, I'm not going to complain. So, you know, and it's always it's always a good evening when you can start it off after a long day of work, fire up some Gundam Explained, and yeah, see what's new. <laughs> yeah, and also I always like the reminder that it's Friday Junior. My boss, will, my new boss, will say that a lot. She'll be like, "Hey, happy Friday Junior," and I'm like, "Yeah, you know what? It is Friday Junior." Yeah, that's it okay. I'll, I'll I'll take it. Yeah. No. Um. No, you know, speaking of, I was just telling you, like, at work, we did this trivia thing, and um, we were all turning on our cameras. Normally, when I'm using Teams, my background is blurred, just, you know, just to keep, you know, people aren't like, oh, what's that? But we, it, Zoom was required, uh, I guess, for this trivia thing, and so my background wasn't blurred. I didn't really care, and then my boss was like, oh, are those Gundams? My son loves, or, or her, I guess he's older now, he loved Gundam. I'm like, huh, okay, huh. So I was like, I'll have to later ask her about that. Yeah, there you um, go. Yeah, I, I always love those little things that happen, you know? Except um, when she says it condescendingly, like, oh, my kid likes those things that you have on display. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, yeah, it, it Gundam is interesting. I'm telling you, it's it's like when you tell someone you like Star Wars, it's like they get it. Right. But if you tell someone I like Gundam, they're like, huh? Huh? And yeah, then my wife's if, always like, do you really like get on your team's meetings at work with, your action figures behind you like is that professional do you do you really think that that's appropriate i'm like you know it's not like i've got waifu statues or something behind me oh, like they're robots that's, it's, it's that's cool. a good that's a good one no that that makes sense and you know even if someone happened to know what gundam is i'd be afraid that their only point of reference would be like wing and then yeah. i'd almost have to excuse myself and be like well if you know gundam it's universal century Just, right <laughs> Just clarifying. I like universal. Sin- no, I'm joking. Right. <laughs> no, it's well. Okay, so crazy week. <clears throat> crazy week. I-, I talked about it like last week. I think where my uh, office flooded, and um, I didn't find out until a little later. But my work laptop got destroyed because of that. Mm. But luckily, it was under a warranty. So, and like they sent me the box yesterday, and then I sent it or that day. And then the next day, they're like, oh, yeah, we got it. We're working on it. So that's see, nice. That's sweet. Um, see, that's why you use credit cards, right? Is it's like, because when you screw up with your debit card, that's um, your money. But when you screw up with a credit card card, that's yeah, their money. You know, yeah. it's the same thing with like a work laptop. Like if I had to choose which computer I wanted <laughs> to get run over by a truck, it would probably be my work computer. Now I have some personal stuff on there, but yeah. I don't have to pay for it. <laughs> No, that's a good point. And and I mainly use my desktop for I have two desktops, one for like this and, and gaming and the other one Ooh, for work. Big guy. And then the two desktops. <laughs> well, it's funny. Gee, Adam, your mom lets you have two desktops. <laughs> well, listen, I shouldn't. Speaking of moms, my wife, I shouldn't have. Because the the deal was I buy this new this was, you know, two years ago or a year and a half ago. I forget when I bought this new gaming PC. I forget. And then she, and then the deal was I would sell my old one. No one, no one would buy it. So I'm like, hey, no one's buying it. I guess I'll just have two computers. And and go. I turned the other one into a server for the Gundam shows. And then I was like, no, I'll use it for work too because it's not used for anything else for work. Because yeah. um, I like to keep that stuff separate. And so I have the, the work laptop, but it's mainly if I'm moving around the house or going to the office or going out of town. But so, so here's what's crazy. So that happened to the laptop. 
And then I had this like carded Star Wars figure that fell behind uh, a bookshelf. And so the card got all wet, but I didn't mind. It's not bad. Yeah. But then the uh, Yakdoga that Goose got me, I I noticed Oh no! within the plastic, I guess the moisture of the water got in and uh, soaked the box. So I had to open the plastic and open the box and everything is soaked. Everything's wet. And I'm like, I can't believe, I can't believe this happened, but nothing's destroyed. Uh, thankfully. Well, you know, now, now we can canonically say that the act doga is an amphibious mobile suit. Ah, very good. I'm glad you went there. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad you went there. Cause we will be talking about an amphibious mobile suit that you might not have heard of. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. But so, okay. So with all this stuff that, oh, you know what? Before I go in deeper of the story, let me just say, sup, Zionic Shadow, good to see you. Westbourne Eastbred, good to see you. Mech Dio, Mitch Davis, good to see you. You have my birthday gift. I haven't seen you in a while, Mitch. Yeah, you need to come by. I think he texted me about coming over. I didn't respond. But um, so what happened was I the other day I had a gutter guy come by and a flooring guy came by. They looked at, you know, what they needed to do for gutters to stop the water from pooling around. So they did that with the gutters and helped with the, uh, the spout, you know, they, they divert, they made a diversion thingy for it. So the water goes somewhere else. <laughs> and then the flooring guy came, Oh, but let me, let me finish with that. So that guy comes in and he looks at everything and he's all like, dude, this stuff is awesome. I'm like, yeah, it's these robots from, you know, I have a pot because they see my setup. I'm like, yeah, it's this right. podcast I do. There's these robots. They're like Gundam. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. You know, Gundam. And he's like, yeah, man. Oh, me and my friend, we keep talking about starting a podcast. And I'm like, you know what? Then do it. And I will help you for free. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I was like, man, I yeah. like it. I, I was going to say your contractors were a lot cooler than mine because when <laughs> When I had my boiler uh, replaced, you know, it has access to my garage, which has like all of my Gumpla Studio, the resin printer, oh. all that stuff. And they're just like, what is all this nerd crap down here, man? Like, don't you park your car in here? <laughs> That's well, it gets better. OK, so <laughs> I'm telling this guy, like, you can always say you're going to start a podcast, but you never really do until you do it. So I said, tell the guy you're going to do it and I'll help because I want to all the stuff I've learned. From you and from others doing Gutem Explain, I want to like tell people how to do it because it's fun. So then the flooring guy came and then he comes in and looks. He's like, wow, cool stuff. You do YouTube? And he goes, G Fuel? You, he's like, oh, are you a gamer? And I'm like, well, yeah, I'm a gamer, but it's not for gaming really. It kind of is. You know, it's through this Gundam thing. And then he goes, well, you know what? My friend is a G Fuel dude and he's going to have me help him. So I'll have to get in touch with you and we'll figure out some way. And I'm like, Oh, okay. So in Isn't two days, two how contractors, everybody has their day jobs and then they go home and they podcast about robots. It's the yeah. strangest yeah. phenomena of 2023. <laughs> I Not know on my bingo card, but no, that that's what's that's what was really cool. So two contractors in one day, both we were able to talk something related to my setup and, you know, uh, maybe even helping each other out. I kind of like how that worked. Um, it, you know, I do. I lately believe in like synchronicities when so many little coincidences happen in a positive way. It's like, you know what? I'm on the right path. So yeah. hopefully I can help these guys out. Um, that'd be a lot of fun. But so that means I'm going to be getting all new floors. Um, and oh, 
Mech Dio, welcome to White Base Crew. That is awesome. Um, hey, yeah, cheers. You know, in being part of the White Base Crew gets you the exclusive Discord channel. So if you happen not to get that, just let me know. Gundamexplained at gmail.com. Sometimes there's issues with that, but lately it seems like it's been working. But anyway, so I'm getting new flooring, which is pretty awesome. We're upgrading. It's like this fake wood that has like, I don't know, they put like a sticker on top to make it look like wood. It's and like the laminate. Yeah, something like that. And it's all deteriorating. And so I'm going to put ceramic tile in. And since it's not a big area, it's not super expensive. So that's good. But this means I can then redo my room again, which... For those that are supporters, I have the behind the scenes videos and I, I feel like the past few have been, here's my new room arrangement um, where I'm putting really has been that. Like, <laughs> here's my new desk set up, you know, <laughs> here's the new backdrop. And and so not only am I excited to do that again, but I think I'm going to try to be more deliberate with everything. I even already got out the graph paper on oh, a website. And started like <laughs> marking where I was going to put like my tables and everything. And I really want to make it where, you know, I have this little table here for hobby stuff, but I want to just make it more accessible and clean. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to redo everything again. And I'm look. this means, though, that like because they're, they're going to do the flooring on Monday. So like Sunday, I have to find a place in the house to move everything like. <laughs> All my Gundam, all my Gumpla, all my robot spirits, the glass shelving I have, uh, the like, it's going to be in the living room and kitchen, I think, for like two days. You just need to rent an apartment. Do like a, <laughs> yeah. do, do you have extended stay Americas down there? Um, no, I think they th changed the name. No, that would be, you know, there's a hotel down the street. Um, I just, no, it, it, it's going to be interesting because then I have my, you know, day job and then making video content. So I think this weekend I'm going to try to make some of the videos in advance, but by Wednesday, by the time that you go live, I should be in my new setup. So, well, that'll be exciting. I will yeah. be, you know, we'll, we'll debut it. We'll give a huge announcement. There'll be fanfare. Yeah. You know, we'll there we go. Speaking of huge announcement, you remind me of this yesterday on your show, but 5k subscribers, I'm going to explain which is awesome. Like I, it's yeah. like, that was like my goal when I was starting this, it's like, how can I just grow this, get people into Gundam and, and it was working. And I was like, man, that's uh that's pretty awesome. Um, So we're going to do a giveaway and I'll be announcing the details shortly. Um, uh, There's an awesome item that's been uh, provided to give away and I'll give details on that shortly too. So keep an eye out on like social media and in the discord for that. But on your show yesterday, we did some pretty cool lore deep dive into something that's little looked at in Gundam, but I love it a lot. And that's the ships. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know, and I think that there's a lot of content you'll find on YouTube where they talk about like deep dives about mobile suits and, you know, I'll do deep dives about story and you do deep dives about lore and stuff like that. But battleships is not really something that really gets a lot of love. And so I was really happy to find that resource that was like, hey, here's all of the stuff about the Musai that you need to know. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that was fun going through that. So anyone wants some lore on like the ships and stuff, check out Steven's channel. The show yesterday links in the description. But also for supporters, they can get a, an STL file of a Musai that, right? Yeah. And yeah, it this, even has the removable. Uh, right here, yeah, that is yeah, it's sick. got um rotating cannon 
turrets. It's got, got the removable Komu side capsule. Um, and then it's got a hangar bay door that you can take out. But yeah, you that, know, oh, I love that. Read that, all about it on Patreon um, or just check out the, the stream yesterday. We talked about that, especially, you know, given that the size issues with fitting mobile suits inside of said hangar. I felt like an idiot after I did it because I was like, oh. I, but those are things people we just kind of don't know, you know, unless someone makes a YouTube video about it. <laughs> so, right. I now, well, although to be fair, Mark Simmons had that on his website, but who reads websites anymore? You know, that's yes, yeah, you know, hey, you have to make a video about it and yeah, and then clip it into under a minute and give all the right. more. <laughs> and then nah, there's got to be captions on it, and yeah, yeah, it. exactly. No, but. No, that was a good time yesterday. So if you guys missed out on that, definitely check it out. Um, so <clears throat> I want to ask, did you do stuff for Halloween? I forgot if we talked about it yesterday. I don't remember. So my Halloween was probably not as exciting as yours because we did get to see you streaming as the oh, white-wigged yeah. <laughs> Alucard. I mean, I guess the guy I, from I, I Harry thought it was Potter Gerald. Or so, Gerald. But no, the... Um, the but, but yeah. I, it's funny I love though, that you oh what's that i'm sorry I, I was just gonna say it's funny because it's just like now at my age i realize people don't know castlevania like they used to and i blame konami but yep like <laughs> I, I, people are like who, who is that and i'm like it's alucard <laughs> but then like you Tell search me. alucard and it shows like the helsing alucard first on google sometimes right. and yeah. it's like oh wait a minute what what happened now <laughs> uh but anyway, go on. I was cutting you off. No, no, not at all. And you know what? That's a similar, similar story. So, you know, we took my daughter out for her first time trick-or-treating. We only went to like, you know, four houses, but she was a little cow, uh, yeah. which was fun. That's, but yeah, you know, same thing is like we had some trick-or-treaters come to our door and I was like, oh, Moana, right? And they were like, no, we're Lilo and Stitch. And I was like, oh. I'm that guy now. I'm yeah. I'm the, I'm the boomer that's answering the door. That's like, oh, are you a ninja turtle? And it's like, no, I'm obviously Rodney Reptile, moron. <laughs> like, well, oh, so someone came to the doors, Lilo and Stitch. Yeah, so I didn't get it at first because it was two kids. There was a little girl, and then she had a little brother that was in a you know like a baby carrier. And so she was Lilo and the oh. little brother was Stitch, but he was like in the baby carrier. So I was like, oh, I, I didn't realize. And aren't those those main characters uh, uh, Pacific Islanders? Yeah. Anyway, although lumping that in could cancel me. I don't know. but <laughs> There <laughs> I, you go. There you go. You know, well, at least you didn't do it in the first five minutes of the stream. No one's going to oh, watch it. Sure. sure. That's right. <laughs> um, but no, it was a, it was a yeah. fun Halloween. Um, That's cool. And then, like I said, once we got home. I was like, oh, my God, someone's streaming RoboCop. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> so that's what I decided to do because my son was, wasn't was feeling that great, so he didn't want to go trick-or-treating. So I decided, well, I, I'll dress up. I wanted to go out and dress up. and But I was like, you know what? I'll do it from home for the trick-or-treaters. So I set up a webcam, the one that usually will look down at my office. I had it looking at the front door, and then I was just playing RoboCop waiting for trick-or-treaters. It was pretty fun, but, like, only a couple people came total. I, it's it my neighborhood it's weird i'm right across the street from the elementary school like literally i know people will sometimes oh, wow. be like oh i'm across the street from or I, <laughs> elementary school i'm across the street from the school but no i literally across the street and i would think because of that there would be so many kids but no i think 
the the neighborhood I'm in was generally for older people for the longest mm -hmm. time, but now it's slowly mixing in since the elementary school was built kids, but still not enough yet. I'm hoping it, and that's, it's interesting because there's a lot of babies in the neighborhood. So maybe one day it will be full of older kids yeah, and I can still take off, be here and give out candy because <laughs> I love dressing up. I it's fun. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what it is. It's, it's, it's like, it, that makes me think cosplaying could be cool. But the thing is, after about an hour, I'm like, okay, I can take this off. I've had my fill of dressing right. up. Right, like when, when I get like two or three drinks in and I start like loosening the tie or, you know, whatever, whatever it is. I think, um, so one year my wife and I were Bob and Linda Belcher from Bob's Burgers. Oh. And I grew out a mustache, but then I also had a fake mustache that I wore on top of it. And just like, you know, as I was drinking throughout the night, I was like, ah, this is really uncomfortable. And it was like this big review. You know, what am I thinking? Oh, it's like, um, if you ever watch wrestling, there's that wrestler Sting that has the white yeah. face paint. Uh -huh. And there's like a running gag where he'll hide in the audience wearing like a plastic mask of the Sting face paint. And oh, like, yeah. he'll hit someone with a chair and then take the mask off and he's got the mask yeah. underneath. That's how I, I felt like that. when I took the mustache off was like, still got it. I thought you were going to go with like Superman. <laughs> you know i guess is wrestling your thing you you you, had, you know some wrestling lore don't you yeah you know i was i was a big uh wrestling kid in the in you know the 80s 90s so but you know you know what? I, I feel like you fell into one of two camps when you were a kid like you know what's that wrestling or ninja turtles yeah wrestling or like cartoons right like you know and definitely and then, cartoons here and and then they converge into anime like oh yeah that's <laughs> true that's wrestling is just like anime is just a cartoon of wrestling really yeah i, I think at the end of the day <laughs> the drama and then it's just a grown-up version of like your ninja turtles your power rangers yeah. Yeah. no that's a good point yeah because for me during the, i remember when wrestling was on tv like i liked hulk hogan that was always like even though i never watched it yeah he was just a cool like superstar but yeah i was watching ghostbusters ninja turtles inspector gadget all that stuff um and then segued into video games i yeah. totally missed out oh you know it was funny because on that call i was telling you about where my boss mentioned gundam and i was like yeah i just got into it and then another guy said well it's been around for like 40 years how did you just get into it and i'm like damn that guy someone else knows something about gundam. <laughs> and he's an a-hole about it then he must he must be a real <laughs> gundam fan <laughs> that's pretty good no nah, that's, that's good. um but yeah you know what uh, speaking of streaming that robocop game that's actually a good game. So if anyone is interested yeah. in playing it, 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 it's good in the context of like, if you know, and like Robocop, you are going to like this game. It kind of reminds me of um, when we talk about how to make a Gundam game, you know, make it look and feel like Gundam. And yeah, you know, it's, uh, I think that there's two different versions of fan service, right? There's like the gross icky kind of fan service. And then there's the fan service that like people really want. Like what I love about the Robocop game is you get, well you know spoilers but like you get ed 209 you know you yeah. get like the the standout kind of um the the bad guys that you're familiar with um kane not so much but i mean yeah. you do get kane they have the uh, new stuff going on in there yeah yeah but uh yeah i mean that that's all gundam fans want in a gundam video game is something that feels like gundam and you yeah. know there's there's been some amazing Gundam games in the past and there's some great ones out right now. I think that you and I both agree that like Rise from the Ashes literally makes you feel like you're in a Gundam. 
Yeah. Oh man, you, I totally forgot. I had recently played through that and did that review. I missed that game. I want to go back to that. Um, that 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 would be cool if. You know, it's interesting because I don't see people mod Gundam games as much in terms of like, let's yeah. take this mechanic that's never used and just like build on top of it. Again, I don't know if it's hard because of engine or yeah, if you're just playing a ROM on from a console game, usually it's harder to mod something like that compared to a PC native game. True, um, true. But it, but you know, I mean, it's people do it for like N64 games, like people do it for ocarina of time and stuff all the time like they'll make oh, really emulator yeah i mean you, you have like ocarina of time randomizers and things like that and oh, so that's why yeah. you know sometimes i get i get bothered by like when communities start to get real aggressive about like well we supported this game and it's like i mean how much did you really support the game because i, I can play a game in my basement for 12 hours a day and that really isn't contributing to the to, to yeah. everyone else's enjoyment of it um it, that is interesting because I, I think it was on twitter there was a discussion going on and i didn't read the whole thing so maybe fill me in on that in, in a second but i just remember one thing someone was saying they came out with sd gun and battle lines but it wasn't that great and so i just responded with because this is something i find interesting it's like well sd gun and battle alliance just pretty much lifts its gameplay mechanics from marvel ultimate alliance that is yeah. isn't that critically acclaimed all each one and, yeah. and it, so it's interesting how much then of Marvel Ultimate Alliance in SD Gundam Alliance, at the end of the day, it's really the IP and not the mm -hmm. gameplay. Right. You know, I like sometimes someone might find a game fun and we've talked about this, but not to like this kind of nuanced detail where like I feel like SD Gundam Battle Alliance, Mar Marvel Ultimate Alliance, they have the same mechanics, yet they are a little like B grade. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's still good, but B-grade. Yet, the Marvel Ultimate Alliance games, people love it. And I think it's more of, oh, I'm all these Marvel characters. SD right. Gun and Battle Alliance, you know, it's like, well, it's that mechanic, but I'm these little SD robots from Japan. I don't. <laughs> Does that sound right to you? What do you think? Yeah, yeah. And I think you and I had the conversation yesterday. I don't remember if it was on stream. It was probably off stream where you said, like, you know, for instance, the Fallout video games fallout 3 fallout 4 hmm. fun video games you and i both enjoy them but like we're just not into the post-nuclear yeah. wasteland setting and so it's like if you took those same mechanics the vats you know the the, the first person shooter elements all, all of that stuff and you just change the setting how how many more people would it attract and how many people would it turn off and um, I think that that was kind of what, and it's a mutual friend of the channel, new type Seiji, who brought oh, yeah. it up on Twitter, um, really just saying like, hey, guys, just give Gundam games a chance. Like, even yeah. if they don't look like your thing, you know, use the IP because this is exactly what your point is. The IP is supposed to make you latch on to the gameplay, even if it's not gameplay that you necessarily would enjoy otherwise. Right. Um, and for, for me, my, my point was like, there was a case in point where someone said like, oh, I didn't even try Code Fairy because I didn't care. And I was like, that's exactly what Seiji's saying is like Code Fairy is one of those games that you and I both loved it. Yeah. Um, because it's all of the technicality and the nuance that goes into GBO2, but a campaign mode, which yeah, is like, exactly. it's, which is like all I would want. Um, yeah. and I think that a lot of people were turned off by it. And didn't give it a chance, which sucks because it was a sleeper hit. Yeah. You know, it's one of those things sometimes I think about where, you know, when GoldenEye came out, 
I think that was still a time where a first person shooter was the perspective, but the mechanics could be different from game to game. Goldeneye as a first person shooter had different mechanics than what all first person shooters are today. Like they're just, and I, and I feel like maybe that's the struggle anyone would have kind of with, or at Bandai, especially with the Gundam game. Like what are the mechanics to make it a Gundam game? If it's GBO two, that does alienate a lot of people. So yeah. th- even though I think it's really good. So then like, what is it that you, you do to make it where it's its own unique gameplay, but it attracts a large audience because Goldeneye was the perfect formula. You were James Bond. And that's the thing with Goldeneye, like being James Bond made it feel good. And I would say that you didn't have to be a James Bond fan to enjoy it. Yeah. So that's one of those rare instances where it's like, if you like the IP, you're going to get, you're going to enjoy playing as James Bond. If you don't like the IP, you're still going to enjoy the Goldeneye multiplayer. Yeah, so, that's and, right. and that's, that's a high demand, you know, to, to say, well, every company should be capable of making a video game that attracts both core audience fans and people who are not fans of the IP. Like that is a once in a 10 year span type deal. Like not a lot of, not a lot of games can pull that off and not a lot of IPs can pull that off. Um, Gundam, I think, has the potential to do it. It does. But, you know. Yeah, that's why I think with SD Gundam Battle Alliance doing things SD wasn't the right. If they made it where it looked like some military robot shooter or, you know, brawl or whatever combat game, that would have helped it a lot more. But the yeah. rumor that I think we heard from Goose, apparently, where it's like, if it's a Gundam, random Gundam game, if they want to mix all the properties, it has to be SD style. So but, that, that's I've heard, that's not the first time I've heard that, too. So yeah. I'm, I'm wondering if there's some um, credence to that. to that now. As always, I don't want to spread Gundam disinfo. Yeah. But um, yeah, you know, it's interesting that you see these kind of strange SD offshoots like um, MS Saga on PS2. Yeah which, you know, that one was uh, an SD title, but barely used anything Gundam at all. Just the suit designs, really. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it's interesting because uh, I'm just thinking of, like, you know, they made Dynasty Warriors into a Gundam game, you know. Um, and part of it, too, that is... that wasn't SD. What's that? But but Dynasty Warriors wasn't SD, and it had, and it had a, multiple... Yeah. And I properties. wonder if it had to do with it being made by a different company or something like that where you know it's uh yeah. what are they called something force that makes those uh warrior likes i forget the name of the company i know it's koei yeah th- yeah and then under them it's something force that does the actual development yeah. i forget um but yeah so and then because uh, I, I remember hearing you know people complaining about uc engage well not that i hear people complaining about it it's just in the certain discord someone will post like the negative comments all the time and and um yeah. it's where people are like well it's not really a game and it's like well it's not really supposed to so you know bandai knows how to make yeah. their advertising games but not their robocop rogue city that's, exactly that's what we need well, yeah and, and a lot of people again you know it's this misconception about what like everyone thinks that bandai develops everything but but like you said you know bandai will license out to different companies to develop certain games they do some stuff in house and then even within bandai bandai namco entertainment you know yeah. you've got several different divisions that handle different games that might never even talk to each other so it's not like 
it's not like you have five guys in a room saying these are the these are the games that we're going to make it's like it's all over the place yeah and again like i feel like sometimes i'm repeating myself a lot but it's because i'm fascinated by this but it's like especially with the breaker series if they're going to spend time with a game, are they going to maybe try to market more to Gumpla people because they want to sell the plastic kits rather than the next Elden Ring? And I do think games are harder to make to be a hit than if you already have a tried and true model like selling model kits. You know, it's so it's it's a weird it's a weird situation, especially fan expectation nowadays with multimedia properties. You know, um, they want. They want to have Star Wars and Jedi Fallen Order, but as Gundam. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> Fallen Order is a yeah. AAA production game, you know. Um, and they want it for twenty nine ninety nine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That, yeah. That's always the part that gets me is, you know, like, uh, I don't know. I, I do miss, like, having a blockbuster where you could rent video games and actually get to try things out without having to spend the full 60 to $80 on a brand new title. So I, yeah. I, I do respect that, you know, not everyone can drop 60 bucks on every new Gundam game that comes out. Um, but demanding that they all be free is also not. That's yeah. also counterproductive. You know, that's interesting. There was a discussion. I forget where I was talking about this, but like these services are now doing a lot of um, like ad free or not ad free. It's advert. It's like a streaming service, but there's the ad tier where it's cheaper yeah and they make more money but then if you were to add all the services together you're just paying for what cable was in the past with ads and then that made me think about how i would cherish a game more if i went to a rental store like you're saying and like okay what am i gonna spend my money on you know um and i think it's it is interesting that the rental services are gone but then they have something that's just as much as like game pass. Yeah. If you think about the cost of game pass versus renting something every weekend, uh, but it's not like everything, you know, right. luckily RoboCop had a demo. That's why people are like, wow, this is good. Um, yeah. Demos, you know, I, I don't, is it just me or like demos? Not really a thing lately. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's weird how it ebbs and flows. Like, there was a time with the Xbox Live Arc. Anytime there was a downloadable Xbox title, it had to have a demo. And yeah. then once it became common for every game to be downloadable, then demos went away. And then Sony brought it back with their tier, one of their tiers. You get, like, a, a and EA, you get, like, five hours to play or something like that. And then um, Steam... It's usually independent developers, but Steam will then right. have a lot of. But it, I, I feel like it, sh- it should be universal. Xbox that used to be their mandate. I think they need to go back and make demos right. universal. That would hold yeah. developers up to a high standard. Make sure they're delivering something that in the first five hours is awesome. Not to mention, demos are a powerful marketing tool. You know, yeah. I know that the the hype around every RE remake game has been preceded by a demo, right? Like. The oh, RE yeah. remake right. titles, they they drop a demo a couple of uh probably I think it's like six weeks before the launch of the of the yeah. title. And I would I, I would bet both arms that they get a little spike in pre-orders after that demo is released. Yeah. They it, have to. It has to. Yeah. Um and you know, speaking of the gaming thing though, actually let me 
change my screen here real quick. Um, check this out. PlayStation Stars. I'm not too familiar with this, but I think Sony started a reward system with PlayStation called PlayStation Stars. One time I went into my app and it said like, um, uh, like you've earned a star or something. And I had no idea what it was talking about. But apparently on November 30th, PlayStation Stars is celebrating the anniversary of Gundam and users will be able to earn a Gundam collectible by launching Mobile Suit Gundam Battle Operation 2. Be on the lookout for this one uh, later this month. I I find that, and I guess it's just like maybe you get a 3D thing. I I don't know much about PlayStation Stars, but I find it interesting that Bandai and Sony collabed on something that's outside, you know, I, I don't know this. It, I don't know much about this yet. Bandai was willing to market Gundam through it. I, I find it very interesting. Have you heard of it? No, this is all news to me. Yeah. I, it's just, they're just showing a 3d model here. That's just moving. Like, and it's an interesting, like a frame pose. Like it, that, that looks like one of the poses of like the unreal engine 3d models that they <laughs> use. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, and it could be that they just, you know, made it real quick. They used chat GPT and like, hey, make it Gundam. And <laughs> no, I'm just joking. <laughs> um, they laid off the actual artist. No, I'm making all that up. I don't think that happened. Um, I, I just when I see something like this, I feel like this has to be part of something. Like, does what does Bandai just randomly do some sort of marketing thing with a company? Usually, I think it would be with like. Uh, uh, something else like are we going to get more maybe just more gbo2 drops happening yeah and um you know i know that that survey went around asking fans of gbo2 like you know hey what what are you looking for in the game would you like to see some au suits uh, oh, yeah. incorporated into gbo2 um and so yeah if you guys haven't filled that out it's still available so yeah hit up the gbo2 twitter account and um and you can fill that out for yourself but um yeah i mean there's definitely some sort of like you know trying to plan out next steps yeah in and i did hear the rumor that a game or two announced announcement got delayed so mm. like i'm curious what these gundam games coming up might be it's interesting because on call of duty they just came out with skins for uh dune 2 you know that or dune part 2 or whatever yeah. that is got delayed till next year i so, fell asleep through the first one <laughs> yeah the it, it was good but eh, a little slow for me but anyway it, it it's interesting though that that actually happened with the first movie too they had to delay the first movie and the action figures already went out on the shelves and then for the second movie the video game marketing is happening and the game's not coming out until later. It's very interesting to see this actually happen a lot. And it's gotta be so hard for a film franchise like that when it's like, you probably have some, some twists and some plot elements that you want kept secret. But then once the toys come out and you know, you see, Oh, well that's so-and-so's face. So obviously they're the bad guy. Like, you know, it's yeah. Um, it, I don't envy marketers in that position because you know, even even the level of marketing that I do, I don't have to deal with that type of oh um, like that type of complexity and juggling different departments and saying like, well, hey, you guys can't go to market yet because the movie got delayed, so we have to delay the game, and then 
these action figures can launch Q1, but these ones have to go Q4. Like it's <laughs> yeah, that that's a lot to have to deal with a brand synergy across different things. I got to say mm-hmm. though, the the Call of Duty skins are pretty cool because, and I might have mentioned this, mm-hmm. you get a character. And then they'll come with a gun that's custom to them, and sometimes it will shoot rounds that look unique. And when they hit an enemy, they look unique. And when you that's kill cool. an enemy, they die in a unique way. Um, it, and I have uh, uh, Ash from Evil Dead. It's amazing that they did that. Um, but when you do your um, – oh, it's not called a fatality. It's like a finishing move. Um, that you, If you hold down melee behind an enemy, it's a full animation. What happens is – the enemy like turns into a deadite and then Ash kills them. And it's like, does wow. he have a chainsaw hand? No, he, okay. That, that's interesting. He doesn't have a chainsaw hand, but he has the chainsaw strapped to his back. Hmm. So at least they did that. Does, is he like wearing like the, 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 no. the power glove or anything? So no? it's an inconsistent Ash. It's a okay. evil dead Two Ash that would have taken place after he got the chainsaw hand, but he still has his right hand. And we can make it a side story where it's he he was trying to use the Necronomicon to make his hand come back. And I don't know. There you go. There you go. Yeah. I love that stuff. And I'll play uh, Fortnite with my son and be Ash. And I'll be like, okay, this is the story. Ash was reading the Necronomicon. He got transported (laughs) to this world with Banana Man. And now Peely, I think, is the name of the character. Now he's got to drop on Tomato Town. And yeah. well, so, and, and you mentioned this before, is like Call of Duty has basically morphed from being a video game into being a platform, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's the same thing with something like Unreal Engine, right? Unreal, yeah. like I used to love the Unreal Championship and Unreal Tournament games. And yes. then they decided like, well, let's just make this something like a platform that people can build their games on. Yeah. Um, it makes you wonder, like, is that the future of call of duty. Cause like how many call of duties can you possibly make? And, and I wonder, because what happens is with each call of duty, they're, they're trying to, mm-hmm. it's like they try to capture what people like originally it's that military shooter. But I think yeah. people have evolved past the military shooter and they just like the gun aspect. Oh, getting the coolest gun to go out and fight with. And I think it's good that call of duty is embracing the crazy skins. At first I was like, no, but I was like, no, that they need to do that. Otherwise call of duty is not going to go anywhere. They still have, playlists that play like bare bones old school call of duty so that stuff is still there for those people but then you get away it's it's interesting for me call of duty is yeah like that first person shooter that when you just want to get some fps gaming in i just jump into call of duty like playing robocop it's first person but it is not like an action shooter it 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 is but it's it's, got rpg stuff in it like leveling your character and all that Yep. A lot of times to take in story, a lot of times you can kind of stop and think about what you want to do next. There's optional objectives. Although, so this, and I can actually play it tonight, and I might do that. Modern Warfare 3 dropped its uh, campaign early for pre-orders, and apparently they made it where the levels are open-world designed. Um, Oh, so they stole the Sniper Elite model. Exactly. That's (laughs) what I'm looking forward to. And the one uh, video I saw that reminded me of Sniper Elite was parachuting into a castle and then taking out the lights so that air support could come in and stuff and i was like okay yeah this is the type of stuff i like to do so 
See, so now the GBO2 devs should take a page out of that Call of Duty book, right? Because if they do decide to incorporate AU mobile suits into GBO2, then they should give you the option to enter lobbies that are UC only or what what have you. I um I I think so. I think they should have uh, like a you choose like UC or uh, after colony AC, and when you pick that, then you choose like what game mode. Um, or I wonder if it's just there's quick match and then there's series battles and then you go to series battles and then that's where you can choose the specific. Well, battles. and like you know, some of those mobile suits from the AUs, they they really don't behave because GBO two has that unique blend of like almost a mech simulator. Everything's a little slower, a little bit more deliberate. Yeah. Can you imagine a mobile suit behaving the way that like? Um, the Altron Gundam does where yeah. it can just whip its dragon fang. Like I I'm sure that they have a solution for how to control it and how to, how to do it. Yeah. But you know, is it just going to be the same as the goof heat rod where it just whips it forward and hits oh, an enemy? That's, that's true. Yeah. Cause to be honest, I was surprised in GBO two when they announced the water stuff and then uh, the flight mode, I was like, how are they going to do that in GBO two? And then they did it. And I was like, okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they, they made it work. They made it work. So, yeah, I can in 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 this, again, could be another good thing because it sounds more and more like they want to make GBO2 a platform. Will yeah. this be the ongoing PVP of UC Gundam? And I think the intent, too, was it to be part of the metaverse. When you log into the metaverse, you can go play GBO2. Because it'd be cool if, yeah. like, you know, GBO2 has a lobby. But wouldn't it be cooler if there was a different type of lobby where you can like showcase some of your custom mobile suit designs and like hang out with people, you know, and sure, yeah. and then watch Gundam virtually? That would be, you know, you and I have discussed this a lot where it's like the number one and two question that, that we get as, <laughs> as Gundam content creators is like, what order should I watch UC Gundam in and where can I watch it? Which is like, if you don't buy DVDs or Blu-rays and you're not paying for any subscription services, really your only option is to pirate them because yeah, because they're just not available to watch anywhere. And so it's like, you know, if, if there was a monthly fee to play the metaverse games to log into the metaverse, which is not unheard of, people pay like yeah. what sixty dollars a month to play World of Warcraft, and yeah. that is not nearly as immersive as the metaverse could be. You right. know, if you if you could imagine like a ten fifteen dollar a month, just like a Netflix charge, to to be in the metaverse, yeah, let let them yeah. watch all of UC Gundam for free, like to have it where you get like special bonuses for GBO two, and then to watch any Gundam show, you you walk down the city street or whatever they have designed for the metaverse, and you actually have to like walk past a Gumpla shop. You know, and then walk yeah. into a theater. And so when you walk out, you're like, oh, I can actually buy this. And it's like two day delivery through Prime. You know, like, <laughs> I think I think that's where they're going. And I think it, it could happen. I, out of it, any company that does this stuff, I think they're the closest to both what they have already available to make it work. Um, yeah, for sure. That'd be interesting. But yeah, so speaking of GBO2, <laughs> I want to talk about this obscure mobile suit that they announced uh that it's called the jurek and even the the text on the image here says that's an ms i've never heard of <laughs> so even they're like even saying and i haven't 
heard of it. Um, in yeah, fact, I, I love when they get a little tongue in cheek with those. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and and like when I was looking at, it, I was thinking, what Jertik? Isn't it Jertik or Jeturk from which from Mercury? Like that was the first thing I was thinking. <laughs> I think and it's then, just pronounced jerk. <laughs> yeah, and and then I was thinking Jared. <laughs> Jared. <laughs> and I was, but yeah, you know, good old like, water gorilla. Yeah, exactly. It, it looks like a, a water gorilla, and so this is an amphibious mobile suit from the universal century timeline it first appeared as part of the msvr line first so canonically in universe is first seen november of 0079 so later uh during that time period sure. but last seen in 0153 uc i'm going to assume that's like the um crossbone manga or something yeah yeah that's definitely crossbone era. okay yeah um Let's see. Let me just read the history real quick. Uh, two prototypes were constructed in August and completed in November of 0079, but production was delayed to allow Xeon engineers to concentrate on development of the GOG and Zagok amphibious mobile suits. The MSMO6 prototypes were undergoing test missions before the war ended. One unit was lost during testing and another was captured by Earth Federation forces. Five machines were known to have been produced during the events of mobile suit. Oh, yeah. Crossbone Gunham Ghost. One of the Jurek mobile suits was put on display at the Zoom Special War Museum. Huh. Ghost cool. or uh, Crossbone, and I guess maybe specifically Ghost, must have some pretty cool lore um, if they have a Zoom Special War Museum. That's actually pretty neat. Yeah. Okay. Oh, here. Yeah. Water Gorilla. <laughs> on point with that. That it looks. <laughs> it's like it a looks, silverback. Yeah. It's actually a pretty neat look because it really just takes from, yeah, all those amphibious designs. Now, so the mobile suit variations are, it's, it says it was a series published in March 2009. Um, but that illustration looks much yeah. older than 2009. Exactly. So I like, wonder how much, and maybe there's more details on it, like this was just a collection of other unused concept art and then they're by 2009 they're like hey you still have more was it cuneo uh, yeah i know poor ukawara is just like hey yeah, yeah you have more stuff that i drew <laughs> back in back in 1978 oh um, and he even had a special appearance in one of the build divers hey uh, nice that's that's neat um okay so yeah back to this um and there and, and there's also a MSVR, the return of Johnny Ryden. Mm -hmm. uh, so that I don't know too much about. So if I see that's MSVR and then it's a manga, do they just call some manga side stories MSV? I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I think that I, I was under the impression that like, so the return of Johnny Ryden is like the manga and then there's an MSV associated with it. Because, like, for instance, ah. there is an MSVZ for, like, the Zeta uh, mobile suit variations. Yeah, it's shown here, and it is called MSVR, unless, hmm. um, yeah, that's that's kind of confusing. I wonder if they meant to, to go a different direction with that naming convention or something. Um, I mean, everyone's so saying you got to read it. 
Yeah, I haven't, I haven't read it either, but that's because you know I prefer the real Char Aznable, not the. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like yeah. that's something. I'm. I mean, eventually, I'm gonna want to get to that as I start getting through all these different properties. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm gonna eventually want to get into that. Um, let me see if we it has do some like some audio books of some of these mangas so that people can just watch a YouTube video. You know, like you said, oh. people don't people don't read anymore. <laughs> yeah, you know, like what was it? You know, I don't read too many comics, but I want to say there's an app for comics, obviously, I think. Mm -hmm. And I think I used it one time, and I don't know if I was watching or reading a Star Wars comic or something, but it does it where it's animated, where, like, it it moves the different cells in the panels. Yeah, yeah, that's what the Comixology app did, but ah, I think that they were bought. Um, they were bought by Amazon. Um, okay. so it's like part of Kindle now, but yeah, they, they had a unique animation style that was associated with it. So it's like, you, you couldn't just take any comic book and put it on comiXology back in the day. You had to have like a special format where it's like, you can, as you swipe through the comic, it'll enlarge specific panels. And it, you know, in a lot of ways, that's kind of cool because you get yeah. to read the comic the way that the author intended you to. Whereas when you open up, comic book you know you just get all the panels in your face and so if there's like a surprise on the second yeah. page you've already got it yeah i've done that where i'm opening it and i'm like oh so and so dies but first <laughs> and then i just have to read you know the uh, yeah and i'm not a big comic reader uh, but i'd like to be and uh, I, I don't know what it is it's like it's the add or something i can't like focus <laughs> when i'm there's all these things i could be looking at um yeah i need it i need it fed to me in a linear fashion. Uh, but eventually I need to get uh, through all these because I really want to get into these other mangas. Um, yeah. Yeah. I definitely like because there's, you know, Moon, um, uh, Sentinel, in Advance of Zeta, which are awesome stories with awesome mobile suits, yet I can't even say I've really experienced it the way it's meant to be in any of those. It's um, true. And and a lot of it, you know, has fallen the way of too many things in Gundam where they're just kind of like lost Gundam media. Yeah. Um, I don't know. You know, I have a I have a copy of the Gundam Sentinel photo novel, just the text. Um, but like how many people actually have access to that that can that can read it and but you know, it, it was originally a photo novel that was published serially. So yeah. it's like if you don't have those issues of the magazine, you don't have the images that are associated with it. You know, he says just text. Is it English? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I have the translated version. Oh, oh, that's very cool. Okay, and I'm not share it with you. I, I feel like an idiot. <laughs> yeah, no, we'll have to. I'll have to look at it sometime. But there's, you said there's no pictures at all. No, no pictures. So you know, it's. I mean, hey, well, I don't know if you can struggle through it, but <laughs> I, I'd probably struggle. But I like the idea of yeah. I would have to have the reference next to me reading it. They name a mobile suit. I'd have to look it up and be like, ah, okay. Um. Yeah, yeah might, and, and that, that's that the thing is like you know because you've read the Gundam novels, right? I've read the first one of like the, Awakening. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, but that Tomino is doesn't doesn't do a a terribly great job of describing the mobile suits in the text. Exactly. It's very much just like I we feel like it's more about what it looks like the story and the yeah. character, like describing what people are going through, not mechanical stuff. And I and I think it's good for that um yeah it, yeah it does do a good job of that yeah you know that's interesting 
it is interesting thinking about the novel and how much it's less about the mechanics that I love anyway, but it's really about the world building and how the characters are reacting to everything. And it's, yeah, it's very well done. Um, well, cool. Yeah. I'm going to have to sometime get through all this. I'll need to make a list. Um, <laughs> I'll have to like make a list to be like, okay, Adam, sit down, read someday. We'll start here. And I even started moon and I got through like a few pages and then did something else. I don't know. <laughs> but have you finished any mangas? yourself because i know you do have a few yeah you know um both char and haman's deleted affair the federation hooligans is another one that i've read um i've read most of zeta gundam define oh um, okay. which is cool you know it's got like kind of a different uh a different take on the events of zeta gundam which does you know in some ways it's kind of like i wish that those were the canon events but oh yeah know. that would be a, a good video for us to sync on sometime because i didn't read too much of it but i already found the beginning to be odd of camille's character um, yeah he, he's different. very very different yeah yeah i thought that was neat um all right cool well yeah we're getting to the end here i don't know if there's anything else we're going to talk about and it's been crazy slow with news like even on the gundam info the last date of news was uh like uh middle of october or something and i'm like wow is there nothing I mean, the multiverse just didn't really do much. They had the three-episode build metaverse, and that was cool, but I feel like no one's really even talking about it anymore. It just kind of yeah, came and went. You know, it's just another one of those things that, that that they throw out there, and I feel like they didn't promote it as hard as yeah. some of the other things out there. I, you mentioned this before about how you know even Hathaway and Cuckoo's Doan's Island, they, they really flew under the radar. Yeah. Um, if you, if you're not really dialed into what's going on in Gundam, you're going to miss a lot of stuff, which speaking of which, um, there is some new P Bandai drops coming. Uh, so oh. one of the recommendations I have is they are re-releasing the turn a Shin Gundam. This is, I, I think that the pre-orders might've gone live today. If not, they go live tomorrow. Yeah. Guys. I think on, yeah, I think it's like at night or something on Thursdays. Yeah. Please pre-order the Turn A Shin Gundam. That is one of the best model kits that I've got. Um, in fact, I've got him sitting right here. Oh, this I think oh, is that's right. Yeah, I mean this this is the correct design of the Turn A Gundam. It's I see what you mean. I I don't want to hate on the mustache, but the Shin look. It, is that specific? Is that, yeah, specifically from Build Fighters? Yeah, yeah. Um, I forget whose mobile suit it was, but okay. Yeah, I'm gonna have to keep an eye out on. Uh, speaking of Shin, <laughs> they do have Shin Matsunaga Zaku too on PB and I. There right you now. go. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but yeah, I, I felt it necessary to make that announcement because you know, we always talk about that, like, uh you and I don't personally have an issue with the P Bandai sales model, but uh, right. I feel like a lot of people feel like they miss out on stuff because P Bandai is not super expensive by Gunpla standards. You know, it's maybe like a $10 upcharge from what you would pay for another kit. Right. that's comparable. And I'm glad you <clears throat> brought that up. Hold on one second. What the heck? My light does that. Okay. Um, 
speaking of that, I, there was someone that, you know, handhelds are bigger now, like third-party handhelds that play old games. Like right, the game Rock Ally? Uh, well, no, like, um, or oh, what's the company? Analog. Like, they make where you oh. can, like, play Game Boy games. Like, okay. Yeah. yeah, like the emulator. And so think about this. You have companies that are making these devices and then putting up for pre-order and then i came across a video where and he's a big youtuber and the guy was like slamming the company they're like they go up for pre-order and then they're sold out immediately and then they come out with color variants or just trying to nickel and dime us and it's like no no it's like the same argument with pb and it's like how hard is it to manufacture and it, these are high-end devices it's a high-end game boy a game boy advanced player like that normally that wouldn't fly and apparently uh, it's legal and they sell them and oh my god this like <laughs> and it, and anyway the guy was wanting to make the video just to complain and then i look in the comments and everyone's complaining yeah they're purposely trying to um reduce uh supply to increase demand it's like no 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 if they can get they're going to manufacture only what they know they can sell or they're going to lose money so they yeah uh, I, I just don't get it when people Especially if people are then selling it on third party or, you know, it's, it's like it's not like the original company gets the money. So I still don't understand yeah. that. Like, yeah, that the the, the scalper uh, logic. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Uh, yeah, it's you know, it's it happens. But anyway, oh, wow. anyway, yeah, no, yeah, there are some cool PMP Bandai stuff that's available now. And like I said, well, I'm glad you it, mentioned that because yeah. I, I would get a shin uh, turn a shin. For sure. But be ready to paint it because the chest plate is solid blue out of the box. Oh, it doesn't have the gray. Doesn't have the gray. So be ready to paint that. that gray on there. Yeah, I might do that. Although I still have a backlog I got to work on. So, but <laughs> don't we all? I know. Um, well, anyway, everyone, thanks for joining. That did. Um, hope you had a good time. Podcast version will be up tomorrow. Um, anything else, Stephen? No, I think you hit it. All right. Well, cool. Well, everyone, hope you enjoyed your time here. Leave a comment, uh, subscribe if you haven't, or share the video. I think that actually helps a lot, too, and to spread Gundam, really. But anyway, yeah, guys, absolutely. thanks for watching. We'll talk later. Cheers.